This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Joy. 94.9 Saturday Magazine with Macca and Nevena. Now, who do we have next, Nev? We're really thrilled to be joined by a new guest uh, from crikey.com. We're going to be speaking with Daniel Saeed. Welcome to Saturday Magazine. Thanks for having me. Many people uh, would have seen online that there has been a sacked ABC journalist, Antoinette Latouf, and this has ignited debate about the expression of political views in media. For those who aren't familiar, could you please give us a bit of a summary of what's happened and uh, where we are at this present moment with this case? Yeah, absolutely. So Antoinette Latouf is sort of quite a well-established Journal of Lebanese heritage, mm-hmm. uh, and she has been around the traps for quite a significant period of time. And she filled in on a five-day casual slot uh, on ABC Sydney Radio mornings. And on the second or third day of that shift, she posted. Obviously, there's the ongoing conflict in the Middle East, and she posted. She reposted on Instagram a Human Rights Watch. Uh, post Mm. on Instagram uh, that reported that Israel was using or alleged that uh, Israel was using salvation as a tool of war, which of course is a war crime. The uh, Antoinette reposted that with the words Human Rights Watch reporting Israel using starvation as a tool of war. Uh, That afternoon, she was then dismissed uh, and told that it was that it had impacted her credibility and that and her impartiality. The so she has since filed proceedings in the Fair Work Commission. She mm. claims she's been unfairly dismissed. Uh, that case started uh, on the 18th. They didn't come to a resolution. The allegations that Antoinette is making is that she was sacked on the grounds of her political beliefs, and also she's expanded that claim since filing to include uh, on the basis of her race, uh, because she's of Lebanese heritage. Uh, the, I guess the, the broader context of this is that we found out the, the Sydney Morning Herald and all the nine papers have been reporting that there have been, that there's been lobby groups set up uh, that sought to have Antoinette sacked in the light of posting that. So there was a WhatsApp group called Boys for Israel uh, which included a number of Sydney and Melbourne-based, mostly property lawyers, mm. that uh, sought to have uh, Antoinette Sack and had direct and made correspondence uh, with uh, ABC MD David Anderson and uh, Chair Ida Butros on that to, to that effect. Um, and the timing of those reports is quite there's there's quite a short period of time between those that correspondence being sent and the internet being sacked. So that's the, the context of it as we sit at the moment. There's a little bit, um, there's a little bit more in terms of Antoinette has done a little bit of reporting uh, around the conflict in the Middle East that yeah. has been, that has done the rounds and, is, and, and has been picked up. So Antoinette co-authored a crikey article as well uh, a few weeks ago now that said that's, 
the gas the Jews chants that were reported at the Sydney Opera House at the very beginning of the of the re-escalation of this conflict um, couldn't be verified. Mm. Um, and there's a significant amount of quite detailed reporting relating to that. So Antoinette it's very much been in the news lately, but that's that's where we're at in terms of, and that's made sort of international news. It was on the BBC this morning, uh, my understanding is. So there are so many threads here. So yeah. there's them that we could go down. The posting of a verified human rights international organisation. Which actually was covered. That report was covered elsewhere on the, on the ABC. It's not like exactly oh, it, right, she's yeah. found something inane somewhere and thought, yeah. oh, I'll quote or, this. Or unverified on social yeah, media, They've for already example. broadcast it. And so there, there is a, a moral and ethical and legal question there about whether sharing that constitutes political opinion. There's also, as you said, this organised lobbying uh, around this and how that might impact our national public broadcaster. And now we have this, you know, freedom of expression, freedom of political opinion. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, absolutely. And I I would add, you're you're, you're absolutely right, Maka, that it was not only reported on the ABC, they did an online article. But the ABC, I believe it was Lisa Miller, I could be wrong, but it was it was on TV, interviewed Human Rights Watch over the reports, um, took a representative from Human Rights Watch to discuss the report. So it was, it was clearly um, newsworthy in some regard for the ABC. Um, the question, of course, is essentially uh, whether, and, and this is the allegation being made, that... Uh, or at least in some part, that Antoinette's heritage contributes to that impartiality uh, when reporting on it. Um, the and without wanting to obviously sort of get too specific because of the case on foot and so on, mm. the um, Antoinette is, is there a difference between, for example, a, a broadcaster or a journalist of, of Lebanese or Muslim or Arab background? and someone of a different background in reporting the same facts. Uh, it presents as a really in- intriguing industrial relations case. Danny, it's, it's Paul here just listening in the studio. Um, if, if Antoinette had posted the ABC online article instead of the Human Rights Watch tweet itself, I wonder whether that would have made any difference to the ABC if they had one of their own reporters re-reporting something that they had reported, exactly the same information, just via, you know, their own private sources, because I guess that that's a, a, a moral question is like, is an ABC reporter allowed to report ABC reported news? Well, exactly right. You would, it, it presents itself as, if it was in any other context, it becomes perhaps slightly absurd that you couldn't reshare your own organisation's um, reporting. So it, it is a strange scenario that we find ourselves in. And if the answer is no, um, why is that is is perhaps a, a greater question in terms of in terms of industrial relations and I, and I would say to this end the I interviewed Josh Bornstein who's now representing Antoinette he mm. wasn't when I interviewed him he yeah. wasn't so Josh Bornstein's the principal lawyer at Morris Blackburn who take on a lot of employment law work and Josh basically said that you can't contract out of, of the, the relevant section of the Fair Work Act is section 772. So essentially the, the section of the act that says you can't sack someone because they're gay and you can't sack yeah. someone because they're black and they can't and so on and so forth. Um, and you can't contract out of it uh, is the, the general position of the law. The problem is that you, the, the act has provisions as 
sort of the, the claim uh, alleges. The, the the act has provisions for political opinion, but what the definition of political opinion is hasn't necessarily been robustly tested before. Um, so there's not a lot of established jurisprudence on that. Uh, so that is sort of one of the more unique elements of this case that we might see play out, particularly if it goes beyond the commission. Because I think one of the challenges here is that if it, you know, the ABC is saying that basically she made a political post or, or post or expressed a personal opinion, and there'll be argument, you know, on on her side as to the reason or the other factors that she thinks might have influenced it. At the end of the day, as a journalist, I go back to the question, what did she post? She posted something that the ABC had already broadcast. Now, mm. another side of the discussion then was lobbying the ABC chair and the managing director. Um, yet, what did the ABC, what has their response been so far in, in, in this uh, fair work inquiry? So the ABC absolutely denied that Antoinette was sacked on the basis of her political opinion and that, uh, or that the, or that it had anything to do with her Lebanese heritage, David Anderson. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of movement, in, internal movement at the ABC by other journalists as well on this. Uh, but ABC managing director David Anderson came out and gave an email statement recently that said essentially that they absolutely deny, uh, that Antoinette was sacked on those bases and that uh, ABC journalists are absolutely not only encouraged but required to require, to report without fear or favour mm. uh, and that they, the, the ABC doesn't count out to, to external pressures or lobbying oh, uh, and will always support course, journalists. Oh, of course it doesn't. Um, so they strongly deny all of that. The, uh, the ABC at this point, I think it is worth noting that the ABC routinely as it is, you know, the national broadcaster routinely receives lobbying from of the course, left and the right. There's, there's been, um, there's been countless campaigns to deplatform any number of people from all sorts of political persuasions from going on the ABC, uh, and often those campaigns, if they are successful, take a significant amount of time. If they're, and often they're not successful because the ABC historically has has been, like David Anderson says, very strong in terms of that reporting without fear or favour and 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 trying to maintain its sense of independence. Um, the fascinating part here is how quickly everything happened. Mm. Um, Antoinette's sacking was... Antoinette was sacked at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and by 1.40, the Australian had quite a detailed report. Uh, Sophie Elvis had quite a detailed report in the Australian. Oh, Michael, we seem to have lost Danny off the phone completely there. It's just cut off. Well, we were talking about um, phone reception. <laughs> is someone, is someone from the ABC uh, <laughs> listening to our broadcast oh, this morning? They, they probably are, and we probably won't be able to get, get him back uh, before we go to the break. Uh, look, I encourage people to, to read all they can about this, even... And Danny's incredible article uh, uh, on this is a great starting uh, yeah. point for the context and here. you know, what it, it says to me... When an organisation that normally moves at very slow speed all of a sudden acts quickly, makes you wonder, number one, organisations get lobbied, media organisations get lobbied all the time, including Joy, including me, including Paul, including Nevener, right? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, with 
people wanting to put a particular point of view to you. What I say is that, you know, when we cover issues that are controversial or, or likely to divide, we work really hard at making sure that there is a view that is that a view that is put, you know, is is sustainable, but also giving the opposing view the opportunity. And too often the ABC don't do this. They say, "Oh no, no, you can't talk about this." Or there's all these guidelines. Um, I just wish that ABC operated in the same way that I think SBS does. I think SBS do this much, much better. And to be honest, I actually don't watch the ABC News. I think it's rubbish. I do. That's a political opinion, Macca. No, no. Well, you know, if I want to watch real world news, I watch SBS World News, which also has, you know, about half an hour of local news. And I find it much more uh, methodical and balanced. And I'm sorry, I don't think the ABC is. You are on Saturday Magazine with Nevena and Macca. We thank Danny for coming onto the show with us. Sorry that the line cut out, but we look forward to having him on very soon. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.